Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Everybody, huddle up. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins by a score of 21 to 16. With Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. Dane Huddle, a special Tuesday night edition here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand, live from the ESPN Madison studio. I'm Alex Strofe, alongside my usual co-host, the brilliant mind, insane mind might be a better word, of the great Tarek Sala. Tarek, how, yeah, you got your cheaters on already. I got to turn on my mic. There you go. Yeah, I'm just here to help you out. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. Doing good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Been a couple weeks since I've seen you, so uh, I know you were ripping on me last week when I was off. Yeah, you were. What were you doing? Sucking up to your future ex-mother-in-law? What's, what What was that all about? Happy New Year to you as well. <laughs> Brad Norman's here in a uh, place for Derek. Where's Derek this week, Tarek? Is he in Nashville? Derek in Nashville. Yeah. What's he down there for? He's like, I don't know, the uh, Music City Bowl. Oh. I, I, I think he just wanted to go down there and check it out. He likes Nashville. Yeah, well, no, he hasn't been there. Well, he's never been there. This is his first so time. You like Alex Nashville? I love Nashville. I love Nashville also. Yeah, it's a great town. You don't need a reservation. Now it's getting getting a little crowded, though, so yeah. you might need one. Another now. city you would like, though, is, is Charlotte, North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I like Charlotte. But you like Charlotte. We've got another guy who spent oh, some time t- in Charlotte. That's Brad, right. Yeah. Brad Nortman, the former, both former Panthers with me. Brad, good to see you. Welcome to the Great Dane Hollow. Good to see you. Have, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Love the show. So I'm excited to be love here Love the show. Like, he actively listens to us. I, I like the uh, false confidence. Any, anything you produce, Alex, I'm, I'm listening to. Oh, wow. You're, I Produce, yeah. He's also I mean, Alex. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess you're not wrong. True. <laughs> you're gonna kill me on this one, but he was the the punter of the year. What's the what's the award you won for in college? Um, I I did not. You should have won Ray it, guy. I did. You should have won it. I was finalist, but damn uh, it all. I was up there, but didn't, damn it didn't all. win it. You, you uh, won it in my eyes. In, in the years that I was actually hitting the ball well. Our offense was just too dang good, right? Those years, junior, senior year, our offense was rolling, and so I, most of my punts were, uh, you know, what years punts. were you in college? Two thousand eight to two thousand eleven. Wow. Yeah. He was with those really good offenses. Yeah. Awesome. You played with JJ then, right? I did play with JJ. Yep. Played with Who JJ. just retired? So did he. Brad. Brad and JJ officially retired on the same day. So Brad was on Wildey and Tausch, uh, filling in for Tauschy that okay. day. I, yeah. I hate to overshadow JJ, but well, of course compelled did. to Naturally. do it. Naturally. Yes. Naturally. All right, so we'll get into the Packers, obviously, playing a must – well, not a must-win. They've been playing must-win games. But a play – or win in your end game on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. We'll also get into the Wisconsin Badgers, a lot of quarterback news, and, and coming off last week's win in the guaranteed rate bowl. But uh, obviously, you guys, uh, we were talking a little bit off the air. You're both former NFL guys. Uh, Tarek, we talked to you earlier today on Rutledge and Hamilton about the brotherhood of the NFL. and um, Scary stuff last night as uh, Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, uh, goes down in the first quarter of the game. Uh, cardiac arrest. I mean, it's just, just awful. Devastating. Um, and uh, they call off the game, obviously. Uh, still listed, it says to Hamlin, um, 
that he's in critical condition. He's, uh, uh, he's sedated. Uh, he's at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, um, and that's about all we know. We, we know exactly what we knew at 11 p.m. last night, which uh, I'm not a doctor, but, uh, and I'm not going to speculate, but really scary stuff. But, Brad, watching the game, um, did you, get to, you get to see the, the game? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we've seen injuries all the time, right? Knees and backs, hamstrings. Um, even unfortunate people like Brian Shazier, who had almost a, you know, I, I think it's really a debilitating uh, injury that he had, but something was drastically different when he fell. I, I, did you feel that way? I mean, like this wasn't your, you know, your neck injury. This was, this seemed like what it was, you know? I, I was shocked. I was shocked. that I was trying to make sense of it as it was happening, and I couldn't. I still can't do it right now. It, it did look very different. You know, a lot of times when we see somebody that's unconscious, it has to do with a head injury. And we saw it coming. There's a sort of reaction. Like, a, you know, yeah. you see the collision and there's a, a jarring. And, you know, I've seen a number of those on the field, teammates and opponents I was playing against. And, you know, even if they're out cold for a little bit, which is very scary in itself, there, there's always a sense of coming to... And okay, I'm seeing progress. I, you know, I like where this is headed. Even if they need to be put on the, the stretcher, they're giving you the thumbs up. Right? Yeah. The thumbs up as they did. I mean, that was not a bit. It kept on getting worse and worse as every minute went by. And I mean, CPR. I couldn't imagine seeing that to a teammate on the field in real time. So I, the emotions that they were feeling, I felt sick. I was gut wrenched to just watching it. And it's unlike anything I've seen, been a part of anything. In, in athletics, no, so scary, unfathomable. I, I never, I never thought you'd ever see that. You know, yeah. I, we've never seen it. You know, Troy Aikman, he's there. He's, he's been around a long time, probably forty years of uh, watching football, being a part of it. He has never seen it. Yeah. Well, and and you you made a comment too as we were as we were talking in this intro of we've seen elbows and knees and ankles and gruesome, potentially gruesome injuries. But there, I don't know, there's something about if it's your extremity, even if it's like, you know, a back or rib or something like that, when it has to do with your heart or your head, there's something about that that feels like it's just more of, more of your essence, more of who you are a little bit. It's just a bit more jarring than it is of just even the, the worst, ugliest knee injury. Something like this, yeah. it just sticks with you. It makes you sick. Yeah, it's, uh, it's scary stuff. Uh, Damar Hamlin of the Bills. Still no news, which is, uh, which is making everybody hold their breath. So keep your thoughts, prayers coming for him. Uh, obviously, the, 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 the one positive of this, I guess, if you could make a positive out of it, is uh, DeMar Hamlin's uh, charity. He does you know, school gifts and, and Christmas gifts. Um, it had a goal of $2,500 on GoFundMe. It's uh, just short of $5 million as of today and it's been less amazing. than 24 hours so it's that's amazing if there's one positive to pull from it it's uh it's the people that 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 give a crap right they care and 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 you know it, it sounded like the university of cincinnati medical staff were, were unbelievable uh, yeah i mean they're, they're one of the best uh, hospitals in the country i'm glad to hear that we have a, a protocol in the nfl with the emergency situations and i i understand they practice situations yeah. uh, i don't think like this they never you know but if there's a neck injury, I don't think people are thinking that you're going to have a cardiac arrest. Uh, but um, they were prepared, and he, you know they they gave him care right away, and hopefully that saves his life. Well, you think about 
you know, the players are always glorified for, you know, playing under pressure and delivering when it's needed most. I mean, shoot, let's look at these medical professionals. Unbelievable that these guys, there was no hesitation. They rushed right from the sideline. And the CPR literally saved his life. I mean, at least till this point, God willing that he comes out of it and, you know, he regains health. But without that CPR, um, without the immediate care, and then now the care at UC... uh, University of uh, Cincinnati Hospital. I mean, talk about performing under pressure. Real. Yeah, you pressure. can't. You can't Real. practice this. No, you cannot. You, can't, you don't. You don't get these opportunities to practice. You can do CPR on a dummy, right? Yeah. But like to do it on the field in the moment and keep a man alive, unbelievable. <sighs> All right, uh, Demar Hamlin. Obviously, our best wishes. Everybody's best wishes his way. Um, we'll keep you updated if anything comes across uh, in the next hours. We're with you till seven o'clock. We'll lead you up to tip off. Uh, between the Bucks and the Wizards here on 100.5 ESPN. But let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll pivot. Let's talk a little Wisconsin Badgers coming off the guaranteed rate bowl win. Obviously, a lot of quarterback news, a lot of big stuff coming for Luke Fickle. Uh, a lot of excitement around the Badgers. So we'll get into that with two former Badgers, two Badger legends, Brad Nortman, Tarek Salam, Alex Strofe. It is the Great Dane Huddle. We continue after this. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. The Great Dane Huddle rolling on on your Tuesday night. Alex Rowe, former Badgers, former NFLers, Tarek Sala, Brad Nortman with me on this special Tuesday night edition live from the ESPN Madison studio. Tarek, uh, you were telling me off the air a little bit. You're a little tired. You worked out this morning. I know you're constantly seeing our friends over at Carbon World Health getting your. Uh, well, that's what picks me up. Getting your getting your tea back up. Yeah, no quite Get my tea up. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, low tea, carbon could help you. <laughs> I, that's what you always tell me. Yeah. Exactly, but uh, <laughs> you know the cryotherapy, the red light therapy, the whole you know health spa, and then combined with the workout, it is a complete solution to your health needs. And if if the health is important to you, obviously we know the how sensitive and fragile the world is, you know, why not invest in, in yourself, invest in, in, uh, your, your body and, and get the right guidance and then get the right treatment to be able to help you and make, you know, a better version of yourself, become healthy and, and, um, try and prevent problems from recurring as you get older. Yeah. You know what they always say, Tarek is new year, new me. You can go prove it at Carbon World Health. Go to CarbonWorldHealth.com. You can sign up for the six-week experience. Carbon World Health, medically supervised by our friend Dr. Nestor Rodriguez. Again, the website, CarbonWorldHealth.com. All right, I want to get into some exciting stuff because I'm still fired up uh, about the Badgers. It's been a week uh, since they won the guaranteed rate bowl, and that quarterback room is just ridiculously stacked now, right? You, You already had the commitment from Oklahoma quarterback Nick Evers. And, and now you get, uh, well, you get the commitment from that 2024 kid. You get uh, this, the uh, Southern Methodist quarterback. I mean, you, you've got this room is just absolutely stacked now. And Luke Fickle has been on the job. It was three weeks yesterday, or excuse me, five weeks yesterday, 35 days yesterday. Um, and now Tanner Mordecai from SMU is committing to Wisconsin. I mean, this is just a, a completely new era, fellas. I mean, it, it's just the air raid offense, and now you're getting these high rate. Uh, what, what are you laughing at? No, I was laughing. Just, I can't believe that right. we're saying air raid and Wisconsin in the same sentence. sentence. I mean, isn't that crazy? It's, it's, it's hard to. I, I feel like these last five weeks have been a fever dream under Luke Fickle. 
and the recruits coming in are just bananas. I mean, Tarek, we'll start with you. What, what's your reaction to all this quarterback news, uh, you know, frankly, well, that's been popping listen, up? Listen, creating a competitive atmosphere in your position room, I don't care. You know, every position should be competitive, right? There's nobody should be entitled to have the job. And that's essentially what Luke's doing. He's saying, hey, listen, we're going we're gonna to get the best player, you know, to play that position. They do that. Everybody else has that competition. Why is the quarterback room? It just can't be Mertz as the entitled quarterback. I mean, and, and you know, I don't know. Frustrating to me was uh, Wolf did okay. He he played. He was serviceable in that game. Obviously, he, I he, he made he a mistake. Well. Yeah. He 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 played well enough that he should have been competing before it. And this this uh, st- stance that we just, you know, he just is not capable of playing. That's it. I mean, there's zero sum. That's it. Wolf cannot play. That, well, that, he was hurt that, a lot of the year. Yeah, but listen, he's been here like seven years. That's true. That's true. He wasn't hurt for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't here as much as Clifford from Penn State. But you know, he was here a long time. And actually, he's got another year, like an eighth year, tenth year, yeah. well, it's a sixth year. But, year, but, yeah, but yeah, I get your point. You know, I I, I, I just <laughs> believe in competition. So that, that that's I, I welcome it, Brad. And I I don't know your perspective on it, but uh, it's it's uh, it's great to see. It is great to see. You know, it's interesting to see this thing evolve, right? Wisconsin had this very structured formula over the last, I don't know, however many years. Every once in a while, you get a little bit of a change-up of that. Russell Wilson was a bit of an X-factor right there. But you are going through a complete transformation right before our very eyes. It's like, and bear with me here, guys. It's like, you know, the, the, the freshman kid goes off for the summer and then comes back as a sophomore, and the dude put on 20 pounds of muscle. He's got a jawline now. Dude got a haircut. All the <laughs> girls are like, where has this guy been? We are now getting all of the girls. <laughs> it's amazing what happens when you introduce an air raid offense, and look at now. We got some skill players. We got some quarterbacks that want to play at Wisconsin, so it's cool to see the recruiting really take hold. It's cool to see that guys want to come play at Wisconsin underneath an air raid system. And it's also interesting to see what type of quarterback we're going for. I'm starting to see a, um, uh, a mold here. We're yeah. a big, strong quarterback, dual threat quarterback. I love the idea of a Wisconsin running back plus a dual threat quarterback, a big quarterback. Are you kidding me? That'd yeah. be awesome. And, and Coach Longo from North Carolina, I think his, his history and what he's done at North Carolina and what he's going to bring here. Um, and, I, and I know the, the offensive line coach, from what I hear, he was with the Giants for many for those couple of years they won Super Bowls. Um, you know, I, I, I'm really excited about the, uh, the offense. It's interesting that, you know, it, it does, you know, as much as, much as excitement there is, there's a little bit of uh, intrepidation here because we're changing, you know, we're going from this, you know, dorky kid to, to <laughs> you know, <laughs> This this stud, you know, we're turning we're turning into JJ Watt overnight or something, but um, you know, obviously, you know, the culture that we built from you know smart, tough, and dependable. I I don't want that to change. It doesn't no. have to change. I, and I think Luke Fickle, that's what he, that's what made him successful at Ohio State as a player, and I think that's what he's done well with Cincinnati. We got to maintain maintain that culture, if you would, while getting all the upside of the of the uh, recruiting and. Offense, yeah. I mean, it is. Uh, it is. It's been a fever dream the last five weeks. So you get Tanner Mordecai, 
from SMU. He'll be in his sixth year as well. So Chase Wolf and Tanner Mordecai, both, uh, I think, my age, by the way, Tarek, uh, as weird as that is. Wow. Um, <laughs> You're a young pup, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling them old, actually, because I feel like an old man. Hey, uh, total side note. So, Brad, we got to see each other Friday. We went to the uh, the Badger-Western Michigan game at, at Cole Center together. And uh, we went out afterward, had a few brews at our, at our, uh, our friends at the Nitty Gritty. Um, you had a friend in town. Uh, from Jacksonville. Sure did. She thought I was 35 years old. She did. I think that's a compliment. I think Is it a, a compliment? Com- well, now, okay, hold on, though. Would you but- take that as a compliment if you were my, in my shoes, Tark? No. But, but <laughs> I, you're, I uh, you're, you know, me, my wife, our friend from Jacksonville, we're all in our low 30s. I feel like we're just, like, seeing the world through our eyes. And if, if you feel like, if we feel like you can keep up with us, Strofe, man, you must be in your 30s. Right? Well, I'm you gotta say, you're, <laughs> you're a mature 24-year-old. You are. Right? I, I like to think so. So you're more like 35 from a maturity standpoint. Yeah. Stro- you're, you're polished. I'm polished. polished. Ooh. How about that? Alex Strofe did the gritty around the office today. I see nothing that's really <laughs> that polished about this man. Or mature, I think, either. Yeah. That's Alex Gravatt running the show for us tonight from the ESPN Madison studio. Uh, yeah, no, that's a fair point. It's a fair point. <laughs> Poorly, might I add. But, but <laughs> I am a very talented dancer. You watch that slander. Um, no, I, I, I'm just, I'm so blown away by how quickly things are changing, right? I, I mean, you have the awkwardness even into last week of both staffs kind of collaborating on the guaranteed rate bowl. And now, you know, you flash forward ahead of week, right? It was last Tuesday the guaranteed rate bowl was played on. And you have all of a sudden a six-year quarterback coming back in Chase Wolf. You have a six-year quarterback committing to transfer in Tanner Mordecai. You have Nick Evers from Oklahoma who committed a few weeks back. You've got a four-star recruit out of Colorado and Cola Crew, and you already have Miles Burkett here. So you have five quarterbacks competing for this job. And Tarek and Brad, I'd love to get your take on something I said last week because it might have been heat of the moment. I might have meant it. might have been a little bit of both. I, I, I already think this might be the most talented quarterback room the Wisconsin Badgers have had at least in my lifetime, if not ever. And three of them haven't even put on a jersey yet. I mean, obviously I'm projecting, and we don't want to overhype because we made that mistake with Graham Mertz. Yeah, there's a lot to be seen here. I mean, when you have Russell Wilson and and Tolzien, Scott Tolzien in the same room, is that fair? Was that... Were they in the same room? Were they in the same Russell transferred in right as Tolzien was leaving. So they never actually overlapped. Okay. Got to be there. (laughs) Well... A lot to be seen on how talented these guys are. The the, the kid at SMU we know is a player, right? Yeah. I mean, it's fair to say. So I have a stats in front of me, Tarek. You ready? Yeah, it was, yeah go ahead. You're, Tell the public. You're, I've seen this. Your low T is going to love this. 39, <laughs> 72 touchdowns in the last two years through the air. Yeah. Uh, how S- many interceptions? 22 in two years. 22 in two years. That's a lot. So 10 this year and 12 the year prior. Uh, is that a That's lot? That's a lot. That's as many as Graham Mertz threw. Or maybe really? a few more. God but also, us. think about the offense. And he threw how, how many more times, too, so that's, that's okay. Uh, well, he threw, uh, he threw 207 times this year. And how many the Mertz throw? Like uh, this year, 10? less than 207, I'll tell <laughs> you that much. <laughs> he threw 22, 22 interceptions? Uh, he might have thrown 207 times this year, but he didn't throw, yeah. he didn't throw 33 touchdowns this year. I'll no, that's, lot, so. that's, that's impressive. No, it's uh, it's it's a ridiculous, uh, ridiculous state the Badgers are in. I, I think I'm I feel pure. spoiled. Uh, I know, right? It, it, well, and like, and what you were saying, Tarek. I mean, where 
look, we can't get too far from our identity, right? Because there's a reason that Coach Fickle wanted to come here, right? We know now that he had a very short list of programs he'd be willing to go to. Wisconsin being things that are attractive. So the toughness, the discipline, the tradition, all things we need to maintain. But there are certain slivers of our organization where, okay, it looks for room for growth. And quarterback being one of them. And, I, I mean, I think from pure talent, pure horsepower, I think for sure this is the most talented room you've had. But you're right. I mean, proving it is a completely different question. So I'm excited. I wonder I, – I don't think the defense is going to look terribly different. I think it's going to be the same mentality. Now, you lose the mind of Jim Leonard, which needs to be replaced, but and the, and the toughness that he puts in there. But I wonder – can. This is a radical change to the offense. Is it possible that it's changing too quickly? Hmm. Is it po- I don't. I don't know. I, it might. Like I mean, we've we've you've been coached now in a certain way for a while. We've recruited the last several years for a different kind of system. I just wonder: is it possible it's changing too quickly? I, it's a heck of a question. It's a good question. I think it's going to simplify. So even though it's changing radically, I think it's going to simplify from a conceptual standpoint. I mean, Paul had a very sophisticated offense from what I hear, partly why Wolf didn't play a lot. He, whether he didn't have the experience within the system to make all the plays and all the calls, um, Jack Cohn, he took him almost a year to get his feet settled. And then once he did, he he flourished. But, th- you know, that that uh, barrier to entry was high with Paul. Um, and I don't think the barrier is going to be high here because I think this is what they do these days, and I don't know. I don't know the offense that way well, but you know, you, you you have the RPO action. You freeze with the back. You either give it to them. You have the option, and like, you know, the rest is maybe motions and some different uh, gadgets around it. But I think they're going to simplify it, which will allow whoever's the most dynamic guy who has the leadership capability to step up and take that role. So hopefully, whatever we're doing in a radical transition, it. The, the simplification of the offense allows us to to be all right. You know, you could argue like there's 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 a couple things in my opinion, Brad. I like to get your opinion on this. Is you know, I I thought we were a quarterback away from winning the Big Ten West. I mean that that was it. And I, I and I had said this before that I thought Mertz had talent. I think he still has talent, but he never had to compete for the job. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt like he wasn't mature enough. To take the reins when he when he did, and he needed he needs to go through that competitive process, and maybe he does at Florida. But I I, I think he's going to struggle because he can't run. But if we had a quarterback, I think we would have been a quarterback who was experienced, you know, a Jack Cohn, uh, someone like that. I think we could have won the Big Ten West. But I think the other the other issue that that what Fick is going to bring is just the whole operation because football. Brad, right? It's twenty five percent, seventy five percent is recruiting, right? I mean, there this game has it's it's been set on fire with NIL transfer yeah. portal. So I don't know what you think, but it's it's changing fast. It, it is changing fast, and you made a really good point. This goes back to you know we're stacking so many good quarterbacks in one room. It's almost unfathomable how many quarterbacks can we fit on the field, right? But there is something to being said about let's cultivate talent that's recruiting. And then let's develop guys. Fick has shown his ability to do that, which is also very encouraging. But that's also, that's the Wisconsin program, right? So he's going to pick up where we left off there. Um, but then there's something about going out there in a room full of other dudes 
and going out there and winning the job. It doesn't mean for your own confidence. It makes the other guys want to follow you, particularly being a QB. So I, I don't know. I just think that the more more talent, the better, and to earn the job is always the better case. Yeah, and there's a lot of way, ways to skin a cat, right? And 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 hold on. What? What? <laughs> there's a lot of ways. Wait, to how lot? Do you, or is that not? The way you're supposed to say it, but anyways, Hold I've, on, I've, heard, you, that. I've heard that. You have okay. I don't know oh, what. There's it, a lot of ways to skip. skip it's, it's morbid to me. I don't yeah, know. It's, <laughs> but every quarterback we've had, other than a few here lately, have all been competitors. Yeah, we've had, we haven't had the most talented quarterbacks. Yeah, and partly because of Paul, Paul made them competitors. That's true. But I feel like Mertz was this anomaly. Everybody, I mean, you name them. These guys, they half of them couldn't run, half of them can't throw. But they competed from like 2000, whatever, through seven, what, 19. These guys competed their butts off. And, and as long as you compete, you got a shot. But when you don't compete, I, you, we end up with what we had. Mm-hmm. We, had we had a non-competitor. That's, that frustrates the heck out of me. because it cost, you're turning it, red. It cost people their jobs. It did. And, and that's, that's the bottom line. No, you're, you're, you're spot on with that. Well said. You're red. Take a breath. Yeah, right? I'll take a breath. Your Apple Watch is telling you you need to take a breath. <laughs> and may you always live like the sun's out. High Noon Seltzer is made with real vodka, real juice, and sparkling water for 100 calories of easy drinking and take-anywhere deliciousness with no sugar added and always gluten-free. You can't go wrong with High Noon. Try all of their 13 different sun-soaked flavors available in Tailgate, Tropical 8-Packs, and Variety 8 or 12-Packs. Find High Noon at your favorite grocery or liquor store. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy High Noon Seltzers. Ah, that was a good little conversation there. I enjoyed that. I got I got to get some Packers stuff off my chest, so uh, we're going to do that next. It's the Great Dane Huddle right here on ESPN Madison. On a special Tuesday night edition, Alex Stroh, former Badgers, former NFLers, Tarek Sala, Brad Nortman with me in the ESPN Madison studio. Alex Gravad helping us out. Ron show. Looking good in your plaid shirt there, pal. Thanks. It's a flannel. Nice, <laughs> nice and warm. All right. Thanks. Way to go, Strove. Hey, you're looking for your next spot out with family. We start over again? (laughs) It's a great day. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Looking for your next spot out with family or friends, head to one of Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company's four locations in the Madison area. Whether you're on the east side, downtown in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Head to greatdanepub.com to find the location near you. Always local, always welcoming, and always committed to the craft. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. All right, we talked Badgers. I got to talk Packers. I just have to. I've been waiting all week to do this. I'm so fired up, fellas. This team is right back in it. They win, they're in on Sunday. The Packers were 4-8 and eight just four weeks ago. Five weeks ago, I guess there was a bye in there. And now they're 8-8. Eight eight. They beat the Lions on Sunday night football. They're making the playoffs. They're gonna win the freaking Super Bowl. Tarek so, Sala, talk me off the ledge. I'm so fired up. No, I don't. I want Brad's answer here because he had. What you had? Joe Barry fired. You were traded. You traded uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we were already looking for a low. We were gonna. You know. Who are you tra- talking about? Me? No, I'm, I'm joking. But well, I may, there, I, there I may have murmur. said. There's I may have said I'd like to see Jordan Love. Yeah. But also, I thought the season was over. Yeah, but you, you weren't the one that wanted us to throw it so that we get a higher pick. 
Were you? No, I wasn't. I wasn't quite on that bandwagon. Uh, you're thinking of your former co-host, Jim Rutledge, I think. Was Rutledge in that? But, you know, he's, well, he's a, Bear a Bears fan. fan. Yeah. So he, he's just preying <laughs> on the Packers' demise. He always does. But but amazing comeback. And and Brad, what what, what are your thoughts, man? Are, are we on track here? I cannot believe my eyes over the last two months. I really can't. I mean, four and eight. Those you know, was it, it feels like a long time ago at this point, it doesn't does. it? It feels like a completely different team. This is the team we've been waiting for all year, right? I mean, no doubt. You, you look at what they've been able to do these last several weeks, particularly yesterday, two days ago. I'm getting all these days confused against the Vikings. I mean, utterly like where where has this defense been? Yeah. That was a clinic. So, boy, this version of the Packers, this version that people are picking to be Super Bowl favorites, they're showing up exactly when they need to be showing up. That, so I, I'm encouraged. That's what we we like. To, we, we had two first-round picks that were def- defenders, right? The yep. two Georgia kids. Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker, yep. I think we fired the special teams coach, hired a new guy, right? Yeah. Who's Fired Mo Drayton, re- brought in Rich Passaccia. Yeah, a very reputable coach. I mean, and we knew we were losing Devontae, so we needed that, those two phases of the game, to make up for whatever, you know, shortcomings we had on offense. And, you know... I, I think Rodgers was okay. He he wasn't great. He wasn't a great version of Rodgers, but he, he he made some throws and made some things happen. But that's what you do when you you, you get an older quarterback who lost his number one. You step on up on defense. You step up on special teams. You make stuff happen. You play with passion, and we got a chance. Got a chance indeed. The Green Bay Packers now eight and eight have a win in your in scenario Sunday night against the Detroit Lions. Last game of the year. I can't decide if that makes me more nervous or more excited. Like, it's all eyes on the Packers. And this season's been such a roller coaster. I'm afraid this is where they screwed up. They lose to the frickin' lowly Lions for the second time. Well, well not, not lowly, lowly this Lions. Year. Yeah, not this year. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's got them going. Yeah. They're a good team now. I don't think this is a cupcake. This is not the Lions of old. No, it's not. I think it's... I think it's going to bring the best out of the Packers. I think the back-against-the-wall version of the Packers. They're fun. Rodgers, he has not been great as a favorite his whole life. Whenever we've gone on long playoff runs, he's he's been an underdog. And I think, I don't know, this version of Rodgers, kind of, kind of gritty, kind of angry, kind of, uh, okay, count us out. I like it. I think it's rubbing off on the other guys, too. You so, know? so, Brad, you referenced peaking at the right time, right? Getting hot at the right time. And you were on a few teams in the NFL that did that, right? Obviously, went to the Super Bowl with Carolina, and then you were on that Jacksonville team in 2017 into the 2018 playoffs that made it to the AFC Championship, but let Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. Mm. Um, mm, mm, mm. I don't know. They Painful. lost that Super Bowl, didn't they? Uh, they did lose. Yeah, that was the Philly. That was the Philly year. That's right. Eagles. My bad. My yeah. bad. Didn't well, want to, didn't want to blame you for that. Still yeah, painful. still painful. Yeah. But that Jacksonville team specifically. Got hot at the right time. Yes. And obviously, you know, rallied off an incredible run to the AFC Championship game. I think everybody in America was cheering for you and the Jags that, that, that week. How important is that? Right? Is that as real as, you know, I've never played a snap in the NFL. Both of you guys have played several snaps in the NFL. Um, I, I'm just curious how real that momentum is. Is it as real as maybe I think it is from an outsider's perspective? I believe it's real. I think you are trending in one of three directions at the end of the season. You're trending up like the Green Bay Packers are now. So many times when I was on the Panthers or the Jags, it was a we're fighting all the way to the last game for a division, all the way for the, you know, to squeak into the wild card, whatever it is. And when you play in meaningful games time after time and you win them and you become confident and then you get momentum 
and then you win some more games, you just stack them together. There are plenty of teams that kind of go in flat. You know, uh, we win some, we lose some. There are teams that are trending downward that have peaked earlier. I think Minnesota's trending downward. I agree. So I, that is very real. And you can just tell. I remember even playing. I remember watching film of playoff games, of, of game planning for the other team, watching their week 16, week 17. It looked like they thought they already had it locked up. Playoff football is way different than regular season. It's faster. It's more physical. If you're not already flying, you're already a step behind. So I love where the Packers are at right now. So, so this is where Strope and I really empath- empathize with each other, kind of fall in the same camp. I was a perennial loser in the NFL. We never made the playoffs. We, you know, I think we won seven or six games uh, with Carolina, but we gave a lot of great effort. Strove, just like you. You give a lot of great effort. That's what matters. The hell is this? (laughs) Welcome to the Rose to Alex Strove, everybody. (laughs) But, uh, you know, sitting back and watching playoff teams, uh, definitely, they always say you remember November. You know, obviously, now that the season's going longer, December, it's all, you know, those, basically the middle of November to the end of the year, that's that's it. You know, if if you can hang around and get momentum, you got a shot. And, uh, it's it's amazing, and and these teams, you know, you know, Washington could have got, you know, they very well, they were playing great for a little while, and then they just pooped the bed. Uh, the Jets the same way, they had they had they had a streaky stuff with their quarterback got hurt, White, yeah. so that hurt them. But you know, you know the Packers, uh, the Cowboys are getting hot a little bit. It's gonna be interesting to see if they butt heads here if they make the playoffs. Um, but Detroit, Dan Campbell, you know, there's no lack of passion there. He's gonna come in and you know. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. This is the winner. The winners in the playoffs, right? It's amazing. Yeah. You, you know the the talent is. It's not just people don't want to believe this. The talent is spread across the NFL, right? Even tons those, of parity. Yeah, even parody. The, even yeah. when we we played Cleveland, so that 2017 Jags team, we went. Um, Twelve and four. Make sure you take a look Do, at I'm Tarek Sal's uh, sweatshirt. Yeah. Cleveland Browns okay. alumni. It okay. Says. This yeah. is going to be. A kind of a compliment. So the year that they went to the Cleveland Browns in general, they they went zero and sixteen that year, right? And we played them at Cleveland. We won by a field goal. It was back and forth all game. That was a tough team. There is there are no even Houston this year, right? Seemingly terrible. The the Bears. There are no bad teams yeah. truly in the NFL. Margin is very small. So you throw some ingredients in there like belief, fun. You're enjoying your teammates. You're winning. You have confidence. A quarterback. A quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean that helps too. <laughs> That goes a long way. Shout so, out the Bortles, yeah. Yeah. My guy, Blake Bortles. Fearless I, I, leader. My, my, my favorite story of Blake Bortles, and I've told this several times with you, uh, but Tarek, you might not know the story about Blake Bortles. It's very quick. Uh, so he was, a, uh, he was a habitual chewer. He chewed tobacco. Yep. And he thought by buying a Tesla, an electric vehicle, he would stop chewing because he wouldn't have to go to gas stations anymore. Uh, that worked for about three days. And now he just owned a Tesla. It's my favorite Blake Bortles story. It's great. Central Florida guy? Yep. Yeah. Florida? UCF. Checks out. UCF. Checks out. Florida so was man. That, was that your guy that took you to the playoffs? Yeah. Blake Bortles. Wow. Blake Bortles. Yeah, that's where yeah. you guys kind of fell short, I think, maybe. Right? Yeah. Well, Tom Brady, Blake Bortles, kind of the one and the same, the way I view it. Yeah. Same same breath right there. That's a compliment to old Blake. Yeah. yeah same <laughs> breath. Same breath. It's the great Dane Huddle and Alex Strope, Tarek Sala, De- or not Derek Engler. Brad Norman mm. here. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Derek Angler off partying in Nashville or something like that. Is he back next week? Or is he think, just yeah, gonna, he'll is, be back. He's just going to well, stick it out in Nashville. I think he's got a wedding somewhere next week. On a Tuesday? 
No, are we Tuesday next week? We'll, f- we'll have to check that. Alex, producer of this program, what day is breath. the show on next week? I think I'm fired. I don't know, man. <laughs> All right, good the stuff. public needs to know. The public needs to know. I'll, I'll, I'll have down. an answer uh, very briefly. Uh, but, Tarek, before we get the break, and we wrap it up by talking about the college football playoff because there was actually two entertaining semifinals uh, over the weekend, yeah, which is the first time that's happened in this um, – in, in, uh, we're on Monday next week. Uh, but the first time that's happened in this format where there's actually been two good semifinals. We'll get to that next. But first, tell us about our good friends one more time at Carbon World Health. Carbon World Health, holistic approach to your health. You know, we got the uh, the training side, which will give you a comprehensive workout, so you know exactly where you are and what you need to do in order to achieve your goals. And then the spa side, which has you know our favorite cryotherapy, the red light therapy, hormone treatment for strokes, low T, or if you need some estrogen, we got we got it all for strokes. So the twenty four year old. Uh, deficient hormone guy will we'll be healthy, but uh, <laughs> can you ever talk about carbon without that dissing me? Is that in is that in your blood? Is that possible? Well, listen, us forty eight year olds, as we get older, we get deficient in certain certain ways, and carbon I'm can help you get back on track. So check out Carbon World Health. Six-week experience. Six-week experience. CarbonWorldHealth.com is the website. Let's go. Uh, medically hey, by the way, cryo chamber burns five hundred calories at least. 500 calories. That, that's, that's equal you to like need that these a 30-minute 30, huh? 30 run. Oof, those so are pretty It's like amazing. the microwave. Just go in there, boom. <laughs> and it takes all the inflammation away, hey, creates blood circulation. My, my favorite Tarek Sala moment since I've been hosting the show since August is when Derek Engler was talking about carbon world health, and Tarek felt the need to butt in by just yelling the word, mitochondria! <laughs> <laughs> Brad, you know what mitochondria is? Uh, it's the, something in your cells that the power. Yeah, it's the, the, power. Protein, it's the right? framework of yeah. your cells, it's the engine, right? right? Yeah, the hell it, stim- going on? it stimulates. We talk college football playoff. I'm next. pretty stimulated now. <laughs> <The> <laughs> Dane Huddle on ESPN Madison. Dane Huddle rolls on as we wrap up our coverage on a special Tuesday night edition. I'm Alex Strope with you live from the ESPN Madison studio alongside my good friends, two Badger legends, debatably the greatest punter in Wisconsin history. The great Brad Nortman's here. Oh, he is the greatest punter. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. I, I, I like that confidence. Sam Vite is number two. Well, Sam Vite. I actually know Sam Vite. <laughs> you know Sam? Sam, Sam Yeah, he's our Rose Bowl kicker in 94, he 93. Co- he coached me for a couple of years. You know really? That? Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Well, look at this. Wow, bonding. Bonding. You're both, you're both Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Both started your career in Carolina. Yep. And now you both know Punter. There you go. A lot of stuff. And we also were joined by the all-time leader in sacks at the University of Wisconsin. No big deal. Uh, the should-be UW Athletic Hall of Famer, the great yeah. Tarek Salas well, here as well. appreciate that. Of course. Uh, only positives. Uh, speaking of positives, how about the college football playoff over the weekend? Michigan, TCU, Ohio State, Georgia, both games competitive, both games entertaining. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't remember the semifinals of the college football playoff since they introduced this format, both games being both entertaining and competitive. I don't think it's happened. No, I mean, I think Georgia, Alabama has dominated it. Yeah. I mean, LSU, maybe. LSU had a year. Yeah. Um, Ohio State won it as a four seed, which was fun, but they still won their semifinal in a route. 
Um, you see that TCU coach, I give him credit for winning, but he was like, oh, well, Big Ten, we showed that we belong. Well, listen, the Big Ten had to show, we, you know, the, the top teams have getting their butts kicked the last five years. Yeah, Sonny Dykes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I was, I was saying, hey, Michigan showed they belong. Yeah. Ohio State showed they belong. I mean, they they very well either one of them could have won the game. Oh, absolutely. And you know, you know, props to TCU and all that. But you know, we, you're there for a reason, right? And you're glad everybody's kind of, you know, earned their keep, now, made it competitive. So, so I'm curious on both of your rooting interests, right? As former players, uh, you know, I'm not a UW grad. I'm not. I didn't go to a school in the Big Ten. So I don't really have a bias either way. I'm a big Badgers fan, but uh, otherwise I don't really care. Are you guys rooting in bull scenarios for the other Big Ten schools to show that your conference is prominent, or are you rooting for teams like Michigan and Ohio State to lose because obviously there's there's no love lost in those programs? I, I tend to root for the Big Ten programs, just give the Big Ten. and our it, It's so regional, right? College football right. is very regional, and, and respect is gathered by conference, right? It's not like they sit back in the NFL and say, oh, the NFC North, or the you know they dwell on divisions like that. But you do in college football. You talk about the SEC versus Big Ten all the time. So the more success, the better. There, there, sometimes that will be superseded by rooting interest. I know somebody on the team. I know a coach on the team. Um, like, for instance, spending time in Jacksonville. know a lot of Georgia fans, like our mutual friend, April. I like to see Georgia do well. So there's there, there are things that supersede it personally, but generally speaking, big yeah, time. I, I like g- that you just called somebody I met one time a mutual friend. Yeah, a mutual friend, That's right? Good. Go. Sorry, Tar. I have Go to on. agree with you. I, I, you know, I, I see it as a uh, reflection on us at Wisconsin. So if, if those teams go out and play well, you know, I'm like that's that's who we are, you know. We're a competitive conference, and everybody, especially in the Big Ten West, we get beat up a little bit. Yeah. And I think that we came and showed out, and uh, you know, everybody. But Purdue had a terrible matchup that should never have happened. Purdue LSU, who? Yeah, who that, that was it? that was wacky. What was it? A 58 point game or 48 point game or something yeah, like that? Yeah. I mean, it was Iowa. It was Iowa maybe should have been playing, um, you know, LSU, and um, or maybe maybe it should have been uh, Penn State. You know, yeah. and, and then someone else in the Rose Bowl. Well, look, Dark, every bowl game ain't going to be competitive. That's just a matter of the yeah. fact. But, but at least we got the two biggest games, right? The two biggest games of the weekend were competitive. Yeah. And that's the first Michigan, time that's Michigan happened. Michigan kind of pissed down their leg. They, yeah. They should have yeah. won that. A little, a little bit, for sure. Um, you know, look, looking at that game, was it fun? Yeah. But it was really TCU all game. Um, Michigan, I thought, was a much better team than that. Yeah, and, and early TCU, on though they just kind of they didn't convert. But, I mean, but TC, but it's not like TC exactly yeah. right. It was the two pick sixes defensively they were really solid, but it, again it wasn't like TC. They kept talking about it on the broadcast. We'll beat you long, right? Like they they have these big offensive plays, and I felt like they didn't really start getting those until the fourth quarter. And there was like a million points scored in the fourth quarter. Yeah, nonetheless. How about the Ohio State kicker? Not to pivot over there, but like. Well, we got we got fifty seconds. So yeah, I mean, pa- but they, feel free to pit. I mean, <laughs> his club hit the ground first. You know what I mean? It was yeah. the, he just. Hard, I felt bad for him to too, watch. because they say on the broadcast it's been his lifelong yeah. dream to be the kicker of Ohio State, and in his final oh, game he misses the biggest so, kick. So, Brad, you tell us what I mean. Did he just poop his pants or what? <laughs> Uh, the short answer is, I think so. Yeah, that's, that's tough, classic, man. I feel bad for him. Peeing down legs and pooping in pants. He owned it. He owned it yeah. right away. As soon as he did, he he, he didn't blame it no, on anybody. No, no. He he tapped his chest saying it was my bad, and you know, I wish well for the kid. Brad Nortman, thank you for stepping Brad, in. Thank place. You. Thanks for having Derek me. Anytime. Angler. I don't know if Derek's gonna come back. Now. Who knows? Wally pipped. <laughs> might have might have just got Lou Gehrig. Yeah, uh, Lou Gehrig. Tarek yeah. Sala, thank you. I'm Alex Strip. This has been the Great Dane Huddle on ESPN Madison. Ooh.